keep your hand in your skirt cause keep your hand in your skirt is a fun way to remind yourself to mind your own business you are a woman who manages her own set point so ladies keep your hand in your skirt hi my name is sabrina how are you are you keeping your hands in your skirt are you managing your own set point minding your own business well i am i'm actually in a beautiful location and so it's really easy to manage your set point mind your own business when you are surrounded by such beauty but today's topic what is today's topic today's topic is money 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 let us bust out limiting beliefs about money and I'm actually going to share with you a clip from the book club I'm doing. I'm doing the Amanda Francis book club over on my YouTube channel, um, Sabrina Brightstar YouTube channel. And uh, today's, today's episode was just too good. It's just too good not to share. I just want the whole world to hear it because we have been programmed and conditioned even by, you know, well-intentioned money experts, right? Even well-intentioned money experts have taught us some bullshit right there are some really limited thinking uh with money and so amanda just she dazzles me and so i'm actually going to share the clip um from the book club today all about money uh debunking these these lies that we're told about money so we can actually change our relationship with money change our set point with money and it's just a spiritual principle so maybe money's not your thing but something else is your thing so it's these same principles they're law of attraction spiritual principles that can help you actualize everything you desire because why not you deserve to have what you want you deserve to have the life of your dreams you just you deserve to be happy right Abraham says we came here for fun we came here for freedom so let's let's enjoy it let's utilize this life that we've been given let's utilize these bodies manage our own set point and take our levels of happiness higher than we ever imagined possible so thanks for listening and here's the clip Hello and welcome back. It's time for the book club. We are on chapter three with the Amanda Francis Rich as Fuck book. Have you been doing your reading? Are you getting really excited? Are you learning a lot? Doing the homework? It's important to do the homework. Really, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it and it's your life. So why not make your life great? Chapter three is called No Such Thing as Fixed Income. <laughs> and what is great about the first three things she's going to talk about, she just debunking bullshit programs in the in the money community, and so she starts off talking about a, a woman who considers herself a money expert. So she was reading this, and this woman, um, financial guru, is what this woman considers herself. She says, "If you're spending, you aren't saving." This is what uh, Amanda read from a financial guru. If you're spending, you're not saving. Have you heard that before? I've heard that, right? I loved when I read this because I like I always heard a, a penny saved is a penny earned, right? And I always thought like, yes, it's true. Like I knew that that was true, but at the same time, it always made me feel really, really yucky. And I couldn't ever understand like why, because it is true if you're not spending, you're saving. So basically this lady is saying the same thing. If you're spending, you aren't saving. So Amanda like wants to like vomit, right? So she's like having a little uh, gross, gross, gross. And this is what she says. She sums it up perfectly. She, she says, um, 
she uh, was teaching money from a vibration of restriction rules and the premise that you are using that using money is bad so basically that premise shames you and that's why i hated it i didn't know why i hated a penny saved as a penny earned like the underlying message behind a penny saved a penny earned is shame like you are a bad person if you spend money bad bad you bad you for spending money so, oh, I love this. I love this. She's teaching their vibration of restriction rules and the premise that if you use money, it's bad. Ah, is this so good? Is this so good? Is this so good? And then Amanda writes, money is meant to be used, enjoyed, and celebrated. So no wonder like so many people are like so... Right, because money is such a controversial topic. It creates so many different emotions because we have all these mixed messages. We, they say we can be, do, and have anything we want, but then like they unintentionally are shaming us when we go and spend, right? Like, oh, and so I love how Amanda explains the difference. There's a set point, which we're going to get into in the book, but just to give you a preview, if you haven't read ahead, there's a set point for receiving money. That's, that's one container. And a set point of saving money, that's a whole different container. These are two different vibrations. And we wanna be good at receiving, right? We wanna be masters at receiving, but we also wanna be masters at saving. Two separate topics. Ah, isn't that so good? So now she debunks the bullshit programs. And there's three, there's three things that she talks about. She says, uh, fact, one. Oh, this is so good. I don't know. I think this is my favorite part. Fact one, shaming yourself or another into behaving differently does not create change. Shaming yourself or someone else, like if you made your kids wrong for wanting to spend money, uh, oopsie, right? Have you made your partner wrong for wanting to spend money? Shaming yourself or another into behaving differently does not create change. Psych 101, shame doesn't lead to positive, lasting change. And then she quotes her favorite psychologist, Carl Rogers, who said in his book, Becoming a Person, the curious paradox is that when I accept myself just as I am, then I can change. So she says, when we operate from shame, we perpetuate the cycle of unworthiness. When we operate from shame, we perpetuate the cycle of unworthiness. And what did we already learn? In order to be a vibrational match to receiving whatever it is you want to manifest, money, a lover, the dream body, the whatever, if you feel unworthy, it can't come to you. Vibrate, like manifestations can only match your level of worthiness. So if you're feeling unworthy, you, it doesn't matter how many affirmations you do. It doesn't matter how much fun you have petting your cat. If you feel unworthy, right? Worthiness is a huge, huge, huge secret, not secret, but a huge, huge, huge piece of the puzzle for actualizing the life of you want. When you operate from shame, you perpetuate a cycle of unworthiness. Oh, like that's it. This should, that's, that's it. Like that, like that sums it up. Like we could stop right there. 
She writes, uh, simply put, self-acceptance is the most effective and loving way to begin creating new patterns, new perceptions, and a new reality. Self-acceptance, what a radical idea. What? You're fine just the way you are? What? Whoever tells you that? Hey, guess what? You know the way you are right now? It's fine. You're fine just the way you are. Self-acceptance. She says, and I love this, it is time we release our guilt and shame around who we are, who we should be, who we've been, and our inherent worthiness. Are you ready to release your shame and guilt? See, and especially as women, right? I think women in particular, I don't know why men seem to, from my observation, men just seem to have an easier time not like staying, like they don't seem like they loop about their the guilt and the unworthiness. But women in particular, like I know for myself, like looping in that, that shame, that shame. If you uh, study access consciousness, they talk about distractor implants and distractor implants were designed just to keep you separate from yourself. They're not even real, they're fake. Like they're booby traps to keep you separate from being, actualizing the truth of who you really are, the powerful being that you really are. Like who are you not to be who you really are? And so they call these um, booby traps distractor implants. And of course, shame is a distractor implant. It's not even real. It's not even real, but it's it's such a powerful weapon. Shame is such a fucking powerful, powerful weapon. It's a bomb. The damage it does and the side effects it leaves in, in the it's awake is terrible. So do you feel shame about spending money? Is shame keeping you stuck in unworthiness? And is that why? you've been stuck with your money mindset like it's so simple just that right there right I think it's, I, I want to say like 70 80 percent of I think that's it just right there right that's why people can't budge on their set point with money because of that shame and that unworthiness that, that those mixed messages about saving money a penny saved is a penny earned what you spent money you bad person you what can you tell I love this chapter Okay, fact two. Fact two on page 51. This either or vibration is not the highest available vibration. I love that, right? I, ha I have a thing with my friends, you know, because we tend to function, we've been taught, like it's either or, it's A or it's B, it's black or it's white. You have two choices. And so my friends and I will, will say, well, what's option C that we haven't considered? What else is possible that we've never even looked at? What else would be available if we'd be willing to look at other options? So she's saying the same thing here. She says an either or vibration is not your highest available vibration. There's more possibilities. Ask yourself an open-ended question at this point. Ask yourself a question. Um, <clears throat> she says you get to believe uh, you get to now believe in currently unseen, soon to arrive, and oh my God, it's already here. You're almost, uh, you're always having all your desires met. That's the new option. You can save and you can spend. That's the new option. All of these things can be true. And she says, there is something I'd like you to consider. What if no sacrifice is required? 
what happens if actualizing all the money you've ever wanted, more money than you know what the fuck to do with, as Amanda would say, what happens if it's not about sacrifice? What? It's not an either or. There's another option. What's option C? D-E-F-G. What if you could have what you wanted right now or a hell of a lot sooner than you thought? What? Uh, that I've shared before, there's a girl in Axis who will say, what would it take for me to have more money than I know what to do with right away as if by magic? And everything that doesn't allow that, let's destroy it and create it. Good, bad, right, wrong, pod, pod, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. That's the clearingstatement.com from Axis. And then she goes on to say, if you believe bad things have to happen in order for good things to happen, that's just an option. That's just a belief. Let's debunk the bullshit belief programs, either or mentality. No, I don't pick that I'm really good at receiving or I'm really good at saving. I do both. I do both. More and more as possible. And then fact three. Fact three, forcing something does not at all change your energetic state. So then she talks about people like that force themselves to get their debt paid off, right? Like, got to get this debt paid off, got to get, and then all this judgment, all this shame, all this guilt. So you get the, the debt paid off, but energetically on the inside, you haven't done the, in the work. You still don't feel worthy. You still don't feel like, right? You, you just have all this shame, this guilt. And then she says, then you, you'll do something to create almost the same size debt, right? You right? Something will happen. Car will break down. So say you had $5,000 in debt. You finally got the debt paid off. Boom. You have a, a car breakdown issue. You got 5,000. You have a medical issue. You're 5,000. So if you're set, if you're not changing your internal set point, it doesn't matter what's happening on the outside. It doesn't matter if you work hard, you sacrifice, you sacrifice, you get this, this bill paid off. If you're still functioning from guilt and shame and you haven't done the work and changed your set point, you're going to actualize another situation and you're going to put yourself right back into that debt again. And then she says, uh, what I want you on page 52, what I want you to understand is that whatever you have in every area of your life is a result of your vibration. In every area of your financial life, you are the vibrational match to it, always. So how much you're saving, how much you're spending, how much you're receiving, how much you're gifting away, how much you're investing, how much you're donating, that's your vibrational set point. And then, so the book, we get to talk about the set points. I love the set points. She says, um, the level at which you are comfortable spending is the result of your vibration. So do you feel guilty spending? Most people do. Women in particular, like, like my mom, for example, like my parents had money, right? Um, but my mom, like you could tell, like she felt so guilty spending. So she liked, well, <laughs> she'd go to a restaurant and she likes the, the seafood that was more expensive. And she didn't feel that she could just spend the money, even though there was more than enough money. There was like way more than enough money. She could have ordered a hundred meals. She could have gone to the restaurant every day, right? There was way more than enough money, but you could tell like her worthiness, she didn't feel worthy enough. So then she would try to get somebody to split the meal with her. So then she could have, cause it would be like a, 
uh, like would serve three or four different items on this meal that she liked. And then she could have the items that, that she really, really wanted. And I always thought like, wow, like, can you imagine functioning? Which I've done that. I mean, I've done it. You've probably done it. Like you feel so guilty. You feel so unworthy to order what you really, really want at the restaurant. But you're happy to let your partner order what they want. You let your kids order what they want, you know, as a codependent people pleaser. Oh, you want this? Yeah, go ahead. Like, I'm happy to pay that for you. I'm happy to see you happy. What about what would make me happy? What about what I really want to eat, right? And it's self-inflicted. It's self-inflicted based on your value, your self-value, your self-worth. This is so good. This is so good. I love, love, love it. She says, you are responsible for your vibration. You create your vibration every moment with the thoughts, the words, the attitude, the actions, the expectations, and imagination. And here's the good news. You can shift it little by little and go welcome yourself into a whole new world created for you by you. So let's create something better, she says, shall we? So I'm, I'm actually going to just leave it right there because I think these, what was it, two pages that I read? Three pages? Yeah, four pages, four pages, so powerful so powerful about the bullshit programs. What other bullshit programs are there about money? And what, what other things can we debunk? It's not true, it's not true. It's, we don't live in an either or world. We don't live in a world that you're bad if you spend. We don't need to shame ourselves. We don't need to shame anyone else. So now the next part of this chapter, we're gonna get into our set points. And again, I love, love, love set points because who has the power? Like you gotta get clear on what your set points are and then you get to make a decision. You get to have a choice. Would you like to change your set point? Would you? I love set point changing. So we're going to leave it at there and then we will be back to get into the set point change the next time. You guys have a great afternoon. Bye. Manage your own set point. Use tools to change your vibration. Raise your set point. Thank you for listening to the Keep Your Hands in Your Skirt podcast. Make sure to subscribe and please leave a review. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you in the next episode.